Straight Talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Help! I can't breathe. No, this show is not about George Floyd. It's about you and I and the government's demand to force people all over the world, by the way, in many places, to wear masks, to force our children who run and play and need to breathe fresh air, forcing them for hours upon hours to sit and wear masks. And it's stifling it's stifling for us. It is affecting our health. They found people, and especially kids, breathing in their saliva, the bacteria, their carbon dioxide coming out of their mouths. It's not normal to breathe that those things into our lungs and into our bodies all day long, all the time when we're out. And, by the way, it doesn't stop the coronavirus from entering your nasal passages or your mouth. There's too many gaps. The virus is too small. And as Dr. Zev Zelenko always says, it's like trying to keep out mosquitoes with a chain link fence. You cannot keep the virus out by wearing the masks that we wear today. So knowing all of this, we are going to learn today about a, uh, the latest project called, in Hebrew, Ani Patur. It means, I am exempt. And it's a sticker project that is uh, going around, which educates the masses about the current mask laws and the right to be exempt legally, even under the current medical tyranny we find ourselves under. So this should be very helpful for people who find that they cannot breathe and that they're getting sick. They're getting strep throat. They're getting, uh, maybe they have asthma. Uh, maybe they just have regular breathing problems. They cannot keep breathing in their, the bacteria, the saliva uh, that's in the bacteria. No, I'm sorry. I'm getting all confused. I have to have my cup of coffee. But we're going to get this all straightened out during the show today. I'm very interested to hear what's going on here in Israel. We'll be right back. The return of the Jewish people to the land of Israel was prophesied in the Bible thousands of years ago and is coming true today. Shalom. Join me, Josh Wander, on Israel Unplugged. Listen in as we delve into the spiritual and physical aspects of the Jewish return to Zion. We'll discuss the biblically mandated, historic, and of course practical understandings of this incredible transition from exile to redemption. That's Israel Unplugged, every Monday on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. All right, we're back here at the Tamar Yona Show on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. 
masking up the legal right to be exempt. Ezra Gilbert is an activist and co-organizer of Israel's worldwide rally for freedom against mask and vaccine mandates, as well, of course, as lockdowns and, of course, the, what I say, the evil green pass, or what I like to say, the apartheid pass, because that's exactly what it is. Also against medical apartheid and the ongoing state of emergency destroying our democracy. Is, uh, Ezra is a software engineer and lives in the Lower Galil in the north of Israel. He made Aliyah from New Jersey 13 years ago and is a married father of five children. One of the latest projects he has contributed to is the Ani Patur, I Am Exempt sticker project, educating the masses about the current mask laws and the right to be exempt even under the current medical tyranny. Welcome to the show, Ezra Gilbert. Hi, Tamara. Good morning. It's very, very good to have you on. Good, I good started... evening. I <laughs> good evening to those listeners in the United States and the Americas, I should say. All right. Help, I can't breathe. It's not about George Floyd. It's about you and I having to breathe in a mask, through a mask, where our saliva gathers, where our spittle gathers, where bacteria grows, uh, where our children are imprisoned in this, and children need to run and breathe. And uh, it's just just uh, also on a humanistic level, it is intimidating and humiliating to have to wear a mask and see other people in masks. So saying all of this, where would you like to start? Uh, let's talk about the sticker campaign and, and what it is. So basically a group of activists, uh, one of them had an idea uh, based on his own experiences of people uh, regular people, as well as uh, police, uh, Israeli officials, uh, probably the majority of Israeli citizens not being aware of what the, the current emergency law is regarding masks and not being aware that some people are exempt and what their, their rights are, their legal rights are. You know, putting aside, you know, whether there even is a right for a government to you know, restrict the, the, the basic uh, human necessity of breathing oxygen. Putting that aside, the, even the current emergency law makes allowances for certain people to be exempt, and, and people aren't aware of that. And even the people that are aware of it uh, find it to be incredibly difficult to exercise their right and not put on a mask, even if they are legally exempt, because many uh, officials or other people uh, that have made it their business to demand that everybody they see uh, put a mask on is basically trampling their rights, which in, in some cases it's like, you know, taking a, a disabled person's parking spot. You know, nobody would think of doing that. that, that, that that's a horrible thing to do. But uh, people don't realize that, you know, uh, normal people that they see walking around may be exempt. They may have a reason they're not wearing a mask. And nobody should feel that it's their business to go and try to coerce them or embarrass them or shame them uh, into putting what on. Or prevent them from entering an establishment. But le let me play devil's advocate just for a moment for our listeners who are convinced that masks are 
good to wear during the time of a pandemic. Uh, I think that many of us at the beginning of the pandemic thought this, this is the right thing to do until we woke up later on. But what of them saying, well, what about my rights? What about my right to be safe if you sneeze, if you cough, and you can kill me or kill my elderly parent or et cetera? What would you say? Well, you know, I, I'm not a lawyer and I'm not a scientist. Uh, I am a pretty well-informed individual. And I'm not sure that one's uh, right to protect themselves gives them a right to force other people uh, to do things to their own body that may be to the detriment of their health in order to protect you. And I think that's part of, uh, you know, the, the difficulty uh, that people have been having through this entire corona period is that, uh, you know, those in power kind of uh, uh, sit on our conscience and uh, they use something I've heard uh, termed uh, communit- communitarianism, where, you know, they make us feel like we're not, we're not uh, taking one for the team and we're not, uh, you know, uh, doing our part if we don't uh, sacrifice. And most of us are, are willing to sacrifice to help others. But it's not clear that there really is a moral right to force someone else to do something to their body. And wearing a mask is a medical procedure. It is something medical that people are being forced to do. Um, and it's, it's, it's not clear uh, that in uh, the situations where it's being used today, that, that, that that's an ethical thing to do. All right. And so let's talk about the efficacy of wearing a mask. For those, I mean, for those who think that it's going to help them, that it's going to prevent the coronavirus from entering into their nasal passages, into their mouth, but if they wear a mask. If somebody thinks it's going to help them, then they should go ahead and put one or two or three or as many masks as they want to put. And there are some studies that say masks can help in certain situations. I personally have not seen any study that shows that uh, general mask wearing of the general population is helpful during a corona pandemic. Um, So, you know, they've had about two years to prove that masks are are effective. And if it's such a clear thing, it should be, uh, you know, uh, totally uh, uh, obvious to everybody But the fact is, there are tens of studies showing that masks are, in fact, damaging and often don't work and often actually put the wearer more at risk because we all see the mask wearers constantly touching their mask and fixing their mask, not to mention uh, inhaling their own uh, carbon dioxide and, uh, you know, humid uh, bacteria that's been growing there for for days or or weeks. Um, So there is in fact, uh, scientific and medical debate about whether masks are healthy or not and whether the, the benefits of a mask, if there are any, outweigh the risks of them. And, you know, I, I'm sure we can all agree that if someone uh, is coughing or sneezing, you know, that if they do it in a mask, yeah, sure, that'll prevent, you know, drops of, uh, you know, uh, saliva from uh, flying through the air to somebody else. Yes. But but most uh, conscientious people, first of all, you know, nobody should be going out when they're sick. 
certainly not if they're coughing and, and sneezing and they shouldn't be going to populated areas when people are, are, are afraid of being infected and most con conscientious people uh, you know will be sure to to do that and second of all people cover their mouth you know they they they, they know what to do we're all raised with uh, you know manners and we don't go around coughing and sneezing on people we're all responsible individuals and so that's not really the scenario we're talking about not to mention the fact that many mask wearers when they have to cough or sneeze they actually lower the mask because who wants to go walking around <laughs> in an icky uh, wet mask for the rest of the day that's right okay and i want to ask uh anyone who is still you know um having trouble with this issue that you know that's fine everyone has a right to their own opinion i don't want to take that away but i do want to ask this question to all of our listeners who are still adamant that the mask is the answer that everyone has to wear one let's take a place like florida florida where there is no mandate to wear a mask there is no mandate to get vaccinated they're going on with life as usual do you see People dying all over the place in Florida? Do you see funeral processions taking place all over the state of Florida? Do you see their death rates spiking like crazy because they're not wearing masks and or not having to get vaccinated? Ask yourself these questions. They are living normally like we used to. And nothing uh, terrible is going on there that you would see a, like, like a spike in deaths that people are dying all over the place. Just, just ask yourself that. All right, in the two minutes that we have left in this segment, Ezra, I'd like you to start out by telling us about the Israeli protesting because we've seen people, I mean, if you don't only watch um, the mainstream media, but you've been watching your social media where you're seeing tens of thousands of people marching in Australia and you look at Europe and then you look at Israel. Israel's been very, very slow in waking up and marching in the streets, protesting, etc., uh, etc. Et Maybe you can tell us a bit about where Israel is on the wake-up scene and the protest scene. Yeah, so you won't see this in the news, but for the last, I don't know, probably six months, every Saturday night there's been a protest in uh, Tel Aviv at Habima, the main uh, theater area, uh, with Israelis marching through the streets, protesting against the medical tyranny. And uh, just last Saturday night, I was in Ranana, uh, protesting in uh, Naftali Bennett's neighborhood by where he lives. And it was probably the biggest march that there has been yet in Israel, despite, you know, the, the cold weather and the fear of rain. Uh, you know, some numbers talk about 5,000, some 10,000. But uh, the people in Ranana heard that uh, there were protesters, they were out on their porches watching. And uh, right now, about half of the Israeli population is considered unvaccinated, doesn't have a green passport. And that in itself is causing people to wake up. And a lot of people are, you know, kind of protesting quietly, you know, and uh, not actually going out into the streets. But more and more people are getting active and they've had enough. All right. This is true, everybody. You should know about this. We're going to be right back after the break. Don't go anywhere.
Hi, I'm Steve Miller. And I'm Matt Zucker. Join us for Lighten Up, where we take a look at the week's current events in Israel and from around the Jewish world through a humorous lens. If you've been paying attention during these crazy times, you know that it's a challenge to parody life anymore. But join Steve and I as we give it the old college try. Not only is being happy an obligation, but life is just too short to take it all so seriously. So join me, Steve Miller. And me, Matt Zucker. For Lighten Up every Monday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Israel, only on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. We are back here at the Tamar Yona Show on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. And we're talking about the legal right to be exempt from wearing a mask and a new sticker campaign going around by average Israeli citizens called Ani Patur, I Am Exempt. And we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about the sticker project in a bit. But first, we're talking about Israelis waking up and realizing that perhaps the way the government is handling this pandemic is not really the right way and is stifling our rights and, uh, and worse. So our guest is Ezra Gilbert. He's an activist and co-organizer of Israel's worldwide rally of freedom. And we're talking about Israelis who have started to wake up and are going also protesting in the streets, etc., etc. So can, can you tell us more about that, Ezra? Yes. Yeah, so this recent Ranana pro- protest Saturday night outside uh, the prime minister's residence, it included medical staff, doctors and nurses who came to speak out, teachers, uh, independent uh, business owners, and regular citizens. It was the biggest uh, showing yet. It, it is not on the news, despite the fact, uh, or it was hardly covered. There was uh, maybe one article in Haaretz, and that's despite the fact of some of the police violence uh, that protesters experienced. Uh, the police from the beginning uh, tried to uh, enclose the protesters in a very tight, fenced-in area. They were very restrictive about people uh, coming out of the protest area, getting into the protest area. And when the speeches ended and the protesters went for their uh, march through Anana, basically trying to wake up uh, the neighborhood as to what their neighbor, uh, Naftali Bennett, uh, is doing to Israeli society with uh, all of the medical tyranny, uh, the police brought in uh, horses, the police on horseback, and uh, high-powered water uh, cannons. And they used them on civilians who were peacefully protesting. They brought in uh, IDF border control soldiers, Magav soldiers, who are used to dealing with uh, enemies of the state. You know, people that are trying to infiltrate the country. They use those soldiers against women and children and doctors and nurses and teachers. And those, unlike, you know, uh, police who should be trained Uh, that you never use violence even against somebody uh, exercising their uh, civil rights and protesting, even if they're, you know, passively breaking the law. 
and they're marching in the street, you, a police officer should be trained not to use violence. And unfortunately, uh, these Magab soldiers uh, and also some police officers uh, either don't have that training or are given a different command or, you know, when they're in a scenario where the officers tell them to spray uh, women and children with a high-powered water cannon, you know, they kind of uh, get into the, 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 the atmosphere of uh, a fight and people get pushed and shoved and uh, end up uh, cutting themselves, getting hurt, needing to go to hospitals. And it is an unpleasant situation. It, it doesn't feel like a democratic country that respects the right of citizens to go out and protest. Yeah, you know, that's happening all over Europe. It's happening happening in Australia. Um, and those are democratic countries, so even more so than Israel. Um, all right, so let's talk about the average person who doesn't want to wear a mask for whatever reason. They don't want to wear it either because they can't breathe in it, it's hard for them, or they just don't want to be told what to do. They don't believe in the, uh, the, the uh, efficacy of it. And... Uh, they, but they, they need courage and they need uh, inspiration and they need to know the proper way to answer guards or police or business owners who tell them, put on your mask before you enter this grocery store. Put on your mask before you, you know, enter the mall or whatever it is. What, what uh, advice or what legal advice, et cetera, do you have for those people? Okay, so the Ani Patur sticker campaign is there to, to provide exactly the answer um, that you're asking. So basically what it is, is it's a website in English, in Hebrew, in Russian, that explains the law. It has a video of the Minister of Health uh, explaining the law and lots of links to more information. So let's talk briefly about what is the law, because the law is pretty short and simple. It says, wait, everybody... wait, you know what? I'm sorry to interrupt you, but before you do so, let me uh, have you give out the website so people can go there while you're talking and check it out. So the, the website is hosted on, on another uh, platform of COVID information. It's called covil, C-O-V-I-L dot C-O dot I-L. And there, there are links to English and Hebrew. So if you go there, uh, one of the top articles there uh, in English is an article called I am exempt and want to breathe. In Hebrew, it's Ani Patur. And as I said, it's in Russian and Arabic as well. So if you, uh, so you can go to Covil, C-O-V-I-L dot C-O dot I-L and, and see the site. But the campaign is actually a sticker. It's about a 10 centimeter uh, or six inches uh, diameter circle yellow sticker that says on it just two words uh, Ani Patur, I am exempt and it has a QR code and those stickers uh, are getting stuck up in uh, public places all over the country um, outside courthouses in malls and public bathrooms and office buildings uh, public transportation and anybody that sees it can scan the QR code and it will take them right to that site they can pick the language that they like and they will get the information that will explain to them uh, what do they need to do. So the law basically says that uh, anybody who's under seven does not need to wear a mask, which even that most Israeli parents don't know. For some reason, the Ministry of Education is forcing first graders 
in school to wear masks, even though technically the law says that under seven, they don't need to. And in terms of adults, it says very clearly that anybody who has significant difficulty covering their nose and mouth, whether it's a physical uh, medical difficulty, difficulty or a psychological or mental difficulty, they're exempt. And the law doesn't require any certificate, any document. It doesn't say you need to prove anything about it. And just to make it clear, there was a whole session in the Knesset where one of the members of Knesset asked Minister of Health Horowitz, how, how does it work? Because when people, even the, the few people that are aware that there is an exemption, think that you need to have some kind of written document. And that's turned everybody into these like uh, fascist enforcers where they feel like they can demand medical documents from their fellow citizens. And the Ministry of Health, Minister of Health very clearly says the law does not specify any such document. It doesn't give anyone, not the police, not a judge, not anybody to demand uh, proof of such a difficulty because tech, you know, honestly, is such a difficulty, it, it's subjective. You know, who, who really knows what somebody else is suffering, whether it's physical or mental, uh, when they put on a mask. And, and thankfully, even this emergency law that was passed specifically for the COVID emergency takes that into account. And so anybody can declare themselves exempt. Uh, they know what their reasons are. They don't need to share them with anybody. And uh, the website also talks about, for example, Egged's policy. Egged very clearly, the bus, the bus company very clearly recognizes this. And their drivers should all know that the Egged policy is if somebody uh, is exempt, that nobody should uh, ask them for any documentation and, and they need to respect that. And yet the police give tickets out. They fine you. Even uh, if you say, I am uh, patur, I am exempt. And you and if they ask you for documents to show it to them and you say, I don't need to, according to the law, they'll still fine you. Some of them do. Most of them, I agree, do not know the law. And that's also part of the campaign. It's to educate them. And I can tell you personally, I've been in my local uh, police department uh, there were other uh, campaigns about filing petitions against the Israeli government for some of the tyranny. And I went personally to submit my petition to my local police station. And they stopped me at the entrance and they said, please put on a mask. And I told them I'm exempt. And a lot of the times, even if they do know the law, they still want to hear you, you know, explain it and, 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 and kind of tell them why you're exempt. Uh, I've had the same thing in courthouses. And ultimately, they, they, they agree and they let you in. So what do you say when they say when, when they say that to you? What do you say? What's your answer? So one of the experts on this topic is uh, international lawyer Tamir Torgal. He's an Israeli lawyer. He was uh, the first lawyer to uh, petition the Supreme Court on this topic. Uh, about whether a state can even make such a demand of citizens to wear masks. And he says it's very important to say, I am exempt, ani patur, and not to say, yesh li patur, I have an exemption. Because if you say, I have something, then you're inviting the police or whichever uh, official or even uh, person that you're speaking to to say, ah, okay, show it to me. Take, I want to see it. You don't say, yesh liptor, I have an exemption. You say, ani patur, I am exempt. Because the law 
is what exempts us. The very law that requires certain individuals to wear a mask also exempts other individuals. So that's the key phrase, ani patur, I am exempt. You still might have to explain it, and many of us walk around with a copy of the law, but now you can walk around with a sticker, with a QR code, and you can say, here, scan this, here's all the information, here's the Minister of Health telling you that there are exempt people, that they don't need to show any documentation, and and that's their legal right. Hang on, we got to go for a break. We're going to find out how to get those stickers if possible. We'll be right back, everybody. Don't go anywhere. Are you tired of political correctness and the fear that you might offend someone? I'm not afraid to offend you. Wow, look who's talking tough. One has to be tough to keep sane today. Hi, I'm Alan Skorsky. And I'm Bela Seabrow. And join us every Wednesday for The Definitive Wrap as we interview the most sought-after guests and expose progressive trends that masquerade as enlightenment but actually destroy our freedoms. We are the No Wolf Zone, so buckle up for this exciting show. Buckling up, but I'm driving. (laughs) Sure, you can drive, but I'm the navigator. Tune in for the no-nonsense, the definitive rap show, every Wednesday on Israel News Talk Radio. All right, we're back here at the Tamar Yona Show on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com, and we're talking about a new Israeli campaign called Ani Patur. I am exempt from wearing a mask. If you find that you cannot breathe, if you cannot go with masks, it's just very, very difficult for you. It's hard, or you just don't want to uh, for whatever reason. I mean, I'm not your doctor, etc. But you should know about this campaign called Ani Patur, and it's a sticker campaign that people are now putting up uh, all over different parts of Israel. And our guest is Ezra Gilbert. He's an activist and co-organizer of Israel's worldwide rally for freedom against mask and vaccine mandates. So uh, going over all the things that we talked about, that our, it is our right to be able to tell a policeman or a guard or anyone at any establishment that tells us uh, that we need to put a mask on, that we are exempt and I want to ask you personally, Ezra, what has been the toughest experience that you've ever had to experience um, when going somewhere and someone demanded that you put on a mask? So I've had a few. I think we all have, but probably the worst was when I was traveling on uh, the company van to work like I would do on some mornings when I, I wouldn't drive. And uh, for a few days, I hadn't been wearing my mask on the van. I was exercising my right. And um, honestly, uh, many people had started kind of pulling their masks down and weren't being so strict about it. And when I got off the van, when we arrived at, at my employer and we were by the entrance, one of my neighbors, who also happens to be a coworker, got off the van with me. And as we were crossing the street, approaching the entrance to work, he just blew his lid at me and yelled at me publicly in front of, you know, all my other neighbors and coworkers, you know, like, who do you think you are? And why do you 
get away with not wearing a mask and we have to wear a mask. And I told him, you know, I'm exempt. And he's like, yeah, well, what, what's, you know, what's your reason for being exempt? You know, why, why are you exempt? And I said, you know, I don't have a legal responsibility, you know, to share that information with you. That's private medical information. And he said, if you don't prove to me that the company says you're exempt, you know, I'm going to file a complaint and, you know, you won't hear the end of this. And, you know, that's a pretty kind of a harrowing uh, experience. Sure. But you know what? Uh, for somebody who believes, you know, everything is kind of uh, from Hashem, divine providence, that, that was kind of a wake up call to me that my employer, who in general is very good about making sure people know about everybody's rights, they have a code of ethics, all handicapped, you know, restrooms and parking spots are labeled, and they send out regular updates about COVID and about the internal policies to this day has never once explained to the, the, the employees. And this is one of uh, Israel's largest employers, a very uh, important national company. Uh, they never explained that there are people exempt from masks, that they should be respected, that nobody has a right to ask for anyone else's medical information. And that basically created an atmosphere of people, you know, thinking that they can demand this from uh, their fellow citizen, from their fellow coworker, And, you know, you can even have friends and family uh, turn on you uh, in such situations. And I had another case in the same employer. Well, in how elevator. did that all pan out? Did he ever file against you a, compl- yeah, so, a formal complaint? I, I, I'll share in just a sec. Just one more uh, example was in an elevator. Somebody, you know, pulled the same thing in, you know, and I said, listen, you know, people are legally exempt. And he said flat out, I don't care about the law. Put your mask on. And, you know, if that's not fascism, I don't know what is. And so basically because of that, I sought out the they have in Israel these Neeman uh, Corona, uh, these uh, Corona uh, uh, regulation uh, people in schools and in, in businesses that it, they're there. It's their job to kind of do the enforcing. And I, I, I sought this person out and I sent them the background information. At first they said, no, you need to have a document. Uh, and then I sent them the video of the ministry of health. And then they said, Oh, okay, fine. So like you said, just tell them that you're exempt. Uh, but then unfortunately when they actually got a complaint, then they went back again and said, Oh no, no, you need a document. You need to prove it. And so, uh, recently I actually, uh, used the services of the same lawyer, Tamir Torgal. I had him sent, uh, send a letter to my management, to the person in charge of Corona, to the legal department, uh, to the, the, the employees union, explaining to them the law, the ethics. And basically, uh, everybody kind of is being tested, you know, and everybody has a choice of, do you want to live in a country that has laws and respects the laws or that respects other people's, you know, uh, medical autonomy and medical privacy or, are people too afraid of, you know, catching a virus or of what they've kind of been been told by the authorities that they're willing to kind of go fascist and start, uh, you know, accusing and uh, trying to enforce laws on their own, becoming kind of like uh, marshals uh, of, of this thing. So people need to have the confidence to, to speak up and to demand their rights. And, and honestly, even if they change this law, everybody needs to think, you know, 
is breathing oxygen a God-given natural right that nobody has the right to take away from you? When you're born as a baby, you get to breathe. And who says that the government can take that away? Uh, But at least for right now, there still is a legal exemption and it can be used. And the Anipatur sticker campaign uh, explains that to people. Um, It's not, we have a network of already about a hundred volunteers distributing the stickers. Uh, People are welcome to contact me and I can try to put them in touch with a a distributor in the area. My email address is my name, Ezra Gilbert at gmail.com, E-Z-R-A, G-I-L-B-E-R-T. Uh, we need to print more. They're going very fast. Um, but uh, I hope that answers your question about the you know, situation. People just need to be strong, be confident, and say anipatur. And as we said on the break, Tamar, I, I recommend people don't even take a mask with them. Unless you're going to somewhere you know, like a health uh, establishment, a hospital, a doctor's office, and you really need the service and it's a you know, personal emergency. You don't have time to fight with the people. And then, of course, there are masks uh, with, uh, you know, that are more breathable. There are even some that have like a beak, like a bird, and they can open. There are people that sew these. You can get them. Um, but, uh, you know, that's the only time that I, I can imagine ever putting a mask in my pocket. I haven't taken a mask anywhere for the last nine months. Instead, I take my copy of the law. Uh, I have it folded, I have it in my pocket, and now I have a sticker on it that anybody can scan the QR code and and find out what their rights are. Yeah, so I want to say you had commented how people are... Uh, very, very scared. And, you know, are they willing to have their rights being taken away and take and are they willing to take away your rights because of their fear? And the answer is yes. I mean, I have family members who think that the government is doing the exact right thing that that uh, like I'm a rebel or something like that, because I, I want to be able to live a normal life and not have the government, you know, make all of these dark draconian laws that are don't even make sense. But um, there is a lot of fear. And so uh, I, as, as you said, just don't take a mask with you that it's going to embolden you to be able to walk into establishments like you always did. And like mankind has always done for thousands and thousands of years and be able to just lead our lives as we need to and be able to breathe, as you said. And if you uh, don't have the mask and they tell you to put it on and you say, I don't have, you know, you say that you're exempt and they say you put it on anyway, you can say, I don't even have a mask. And if they say, well, you ha- you can't come in without it, then turn around and leave. Don't give business to that establishment if, if that's what it's going to take. In our last minute, I, I just want to talk about, you know, uh, one of the, the seven laws of Noah, the Noahide laws, is that uh, societies need to establish courts and justice systems. They need to have a law and they need to follow it. And so the law here is on our side. People need to know their rights and people need to not be afraid uh, to, to, to not comply with things that go against their natural God-given rights. Uh, we know countries take advantage of having too much power and use emergencies to pass uh, draconian laws. And people need to not be afraid to not comply, to come out and protest, to know their rights, and to use all the resources that are available. And that's how we end this thing, by people not being afraid, being afraid only of God and not of man and not of tyranny.
Yes. And I, I, I want to put in a word for those who are afraid. And I, I can understand some people, maybe their health is fragile. Maybe uh, they have a lot of pre-existing conditions. Maybe they ha- um, are f- really, truly afraid. So then these are the people who should stay home and not force your fear on other people's rights to be able to live their life. If you are afraid to get the coronavirus for whatever reason, and you're so afraid that you, you're willing to take away other people's rights, rights, which is not even moral, uh, then you should be the one staying home. And when you have the, um, the ability to leave or when you want to leave, then you take all the precautions you want to take for yourself. That's your decision. But let other people go on with life. And I understand people who are afraid. I understand the fear. Hopefully they'll get out of that fear. But because, again, this is a virus where 99.97% of the people survive it. So uh, take that with you as well in, in internalize that. Ezra Gilbert, thank you so much for coming on the show. Again, the website is www.covil for COVID in Israel, C-O-V-I-L dot C-O dot I-L. And you can email Ezra if you want to find out more about the sticker campaign at Ezra Gilbert at gmail.com. That's E-Z-R-A-G-I-L-B-E-R-T at gmail.com. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Ezra. My pleasure. Have a wonderful day and evening. And we should all be healthy and we should all be free. Amen. Amen. If you love Israel News Talk Radio, then you'll love our Facebook page. We keep you up to date on what's happening in Israel, plus little surprise treasures that we don't share on the radio. Go now to follow us on Facebook. Just look for the Israel News Talk Radio Facebook page. And don't forget to subscribe and follow us by clicking on the like button. We post great stuff there that you'll want to share. Israel News Talk Radio on Facebook and Israel News Radio on Twitter. If you're hearing this message, everyone else can too. Advertise with Israel News Talk Radio and get your message out to people. We'll build a personalized package for you. Contact advertising at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. Straight talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Hey, this is Jake in Anchorage, Alaska, and I love listening to all the super interesting interviews and up-to-date information on what's happening in Israel. Hello, this is Anna King, originally from London, now living in Israel. And what can I say? Israel News Talk Radio is my cup of tea. My name is Bhaskar. I'm from India, and I love listening because you get to know the truth and wonderful voices from this lovely country. Mom! Okay, wait a minute. Hi, this is Chava Dax, and I'm calling for the rolling hills of Malaya Dumim, just north of Jerusalem. I always listen to Israel News Talk Radio to get all the latest news and commentary and to keep me up to date every day. This is Sarah Dax from Malaya Dumim, and I'm 12. I wish Israel News Talk Radio was boring so my mom wouldn't listen to it all the time. Mom! You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. News, opinion, and more. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio.